0: Hello, you're listening to the New Vision's Old Land podcast. These are the highlights from Trent Radio's live broadcast from Hunter Street on July 1st during the day-long street festival celebrating arts and culture in Peterborough. Electric City Culture Council and Art Space invited media artists to create a silent film with the theme of recasting the past and inventing alternative futures. Musicians and sound artists accompanied these films, and they performed live on the street while the films were being screened nearby. In this podcast, you'll hear from the artists on the day of, interviewed by Trent Radio programmer Wes Grist. In this episode, Wes and Hannah Collins interview Megan Christou and Andrew Savary-Whiteway about their project, Borner Divider. Welcome!
1: Hey! Uh, uh, Would you like to introduce yourselves?
2: Sure. I'm Megan Christu. I am a film, photography, media artist. Um, my film for this uh, project is called Borner Divider. And this is Andrew.
3: Hi, I'm Andrew Savory-Whiteway, and I'm doing the sound for Borner Divider. <laughs> so Borner Divider,
1: I believe that is kind of farming equipment,
3: right?
2: Yeah, it's a yes. grain divider.
1: Okay. Uh, what's... Uh, can you tell us about, uh, like, I would love to hear about, like, the art that you've created. I see this is a 16-millimeter film sort of thing. Uh, yeah. But just, like, uh, I, I don't know. I'd love to hear about, like, what it what it, what it it means, what your thoughts are. And sure. Yeah.
2: So, for the past two years, I've worked at a grain elevator um, in Pawnee Pool, just mm-hmm. on the corner of Highway 7A and 35. And I worked in the industrial agriculture field um, as a yard hand um, out in the back of the elevator and also running a warehouse Um, we receive grain there from farmers and we also ship the grain out so Borner Divider is looking into a bit of that process Um, this call for Art, New Visions, Old Land, um, I decided to look at what I knew. And if we are white settlers that colonized this land and turned it into farmland, what have we done to it in the past 150 years? Um, so I'm sort of looking a bit at that process.
1: That sounds really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, medium-wise, it's a 16 millimeter film. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so how how did you go about um, creating this this work? If, if, if yeah, I can so
2: I have a old um, mechanical Bolex camera, so to make it work, you use a crank wind to start the essentially the motor, okay. um, and the motor uh, runs the film for so long, um, so you're constantly taking a few seconds of shots and then winding the camera again and then taking a few more seconds of shots. Um, if you want me to describe why I use 16 millimeters, I would um, love to hear why yeah, you use 16mm. I don't yes. have a fantastically artistic conceptual answer for you other than the fact that I enjoy how I make work with it. I find when I use video, my shots aren't something that I like looking at. But when I'm shooting with film, I'm I'm not really paying attention to like... The quality and the aesthetic of of, of the medium I'm, I'm actually just looking at the action of what I'm shooting and the movement of what I'm shooting um, I also had a lot more training using film than I did with video so that helps a little bit as well
1: awesome yeah that makes that, that, that makes perfect sense was it um, a, a challenge for you at all to work within the constraints of it being silent and five minutes long
2: no because with 16 millimeter film all of its silent
1: Right, yeah, of course, that's just built into the medium then.
2: Um, But we can talk a bit how Andrew made the sound for the
1: film. I would love to hear uh, about uh, what Andrew has done and what Andrew is going to be doing throughout the day.
3: Um, Yeah, so throughout the day, using vinyl records with um, sound effects and uh, bird sounds and Mm -hmm. things like that, I'll sort of do a live sound collage that will mimic the sort of granary and, and... outdoor sounds that you would hear in a farming situation or in a, in a grain elevator situation uh, sort of on the fly following the film trying to sort of mimic exactly what is going on and then also interpreting the experience of being in those spaces and, and using that equipment and uh, the sort of cacophonous sounds that occur when you work in uh, in a setting like that where you get the sort of mechanical uh, the mechanical sounds happening and, and sort of layering over top of each other so it starts sort of pretty uh, pretty subdued and then slowly using a looper sort of layer more and more sounds over top of it and it becomes this uh, sort of symphony of mechanical and
2: yeah we both have loopers I have a film looper that I built that the film wraps and warps around so you can see it going and then Andrew also has an analog no yeah. well it's
3: like pseudo analog pseudo
2: analog looper
3: like yeah so music two turntables and and this right. just sort pedal. of
2: interested in this idea of repetition and degradation um, when you're reworking something over and over and over again and what happens to the object or the subject um, that you're dealing with when you rework it over and over and over again much like farming
1: Hmm. Oh, interesting. That's that's really I, I, I love that uh, sort of the medium that the art is created on is like, I, I love it when that is a part of the artistic expression too. And it seems like it's very much the case with what both of you have done. Is that what, something you feel? Sorry, say that again. Um, I, I really like it when the medium that art is created on is a part of the thing that the art is expressing.
2: Definitely. I think that's something yeah. that we think about when we're making work anyways is that your media and that your process sort of matches your.
3: well i think like for for both of us through our practice in the past um we've always been sort of attracted to a certain methodology and then the aesthetic always follows that methodology so it's it's sort of more the aesthetic is more of a consequence than um than sort of a conscious decision, like like Megan was sort of saying earlier about the sixteen millimeter, it's not so much that you you aren't aware of how it's going to look, but it's less about how it's going to look and more about how you're going to make it uh, be something when it's finished. That's a really cool way of going about it. Thanks.
1: Yeah. So um if people want to uh it's a it, and it's called Borner Divider. Am I saying Borner correctly? Yes, you are. Excellent. Great. It's a, it's that was a this sort of a new word for me. <laughs> I, I encountered it as a result the of learning OE about this thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird one. So if people want to be able to uh experience that today, um where where should they go? I on Hunter Street, but uh
2: Yeah, so we're right on the corner of chambers Street and Hunter, kind of wedged in between the two banks, the CIBC and the RBC, and we have a blacked out tent with some chairs set up for you to sit down for the screening and um andrew plays um live sets at the quarter hour
3: every yeah uh, every hour
2: yeah so. every hour kind of around
1: excellent there. awesome all right. right uh yeah is there is there anything else that you'd like to uh nah,
3: thanks for having
1: us yeah oh, thanks for having us thank, Have thank you a good so much for creating it's a looking wonderful slightly
2: thing. less rainy so people should definitely come but, out yeah the yeah. sun's yeah. definitely coming out
1: <laughs> definitely
0: Thanks for listening to the New Visions Old Land podcast. Many thanks to everyone who made the event happen. The team was EC3 Executive Director Sue Didda. The New Visions Old Land Curator was Kelly Egan. Technical Director Steve Rose. Technical Support by Bill Kimball and John Lockyer. EC3 Project Coordinator was Eva Fisher. Production Support by Annie Gleason, Lauren Zomer, and Emma Zomer. Design and Print Management by Jeff Macklin. Marketing and Communications by Jeff Macklin and Eva Fisher. The New Vision's Old Land artists were Megan Christou, Andrew Savary-Whiteway, Carrie Kennedy, Jake Ryan, Shannon Taylor, Ben Rowland, Joanne Argue, Cara Mumford, and Nick Ferriero. Many thanks to the EC3 volunteers, Dale Findley, Sue McGregor-Hunter, Kieran Cosgrove, Randy Reed, Brad Vandermeulen, Leslie Mennaugh, Jack Beda, John Muir, Yvonne Lai, and Sid Hosker. As well as thank you to the Peterborough 150 and Canada 150 volunteers. Andy Craig, Becky Rogers, Ken Doherty, Sadie Norad, Linda Michelson, Nancy Fisher, Brad Putnam, Mike Melnick, and Galen Eagle. Thanks to the New Vision's Old Land partners, the Peterborough DBIA, including Terry Guile, Joel Weeb, and June Kim. The City of Peterborough's Canada 150th Anniversary Celebrations Committee, the Art Gallery of Peterborough, especially Finn Leach, Trent Radio, including Wes Grist, Jill Stavely, and John Muir. The Metaphor Gallery, including Brigida McLeod and Jennifer Hardy. Hunter Street Books, especially Michelle Berry. The Toy Shop with Jean Grant, the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce, especially Sean Moore, Sam's Deli, special thanks to Sam, Don White, the Art School of Peterborough, especially Jenny Johnson, Trent University, in particular the Cultural Studies Department, Aisha Barmania, that's me, at Peterborough Independent Podcasters, the Theatre on King, and Market Hall. This project was funded by the City of Peterborough, the Trillium Foundation, and the Ontario Arts Council. The music playing in the background is a track called Fantod by Elias. This podcast is a production of Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Thanks so much for listening.